Good morning, gentlemen. We are continuing with Simon Reishmem Gimel, and we will, Amir Tashem, finish the Simon today. Just a quick recap of yesterday. We established there were three different categories when it comes to having a non-Jew doing work in the property of a Jew. We had Arisus, Schirus, and Kablanus. Arisus is where you hire a non-Jew to do the work for you, and he's getting a share in the profit. So in the field, he's getting a third or a quarter or something of the produce, and in the merchats or any kind of business, he's getting a percentage of the revenue. That was a resus. Schirus is where the non-Jew is renting your field or renting your business, your merchats, and he's therefore getting all of the produce or all of the revenue, and he's paying rent on a yearly basis or the monthly basis to the Jew. That's schirus. So both regarding Arisus and Schirus, there is absolutely no issue of Amir La'akum, because the non-Jew is doing the Molacha for himself. And we mentioned regarding Merchatz, when it comes to the bathhouse, or a Tanur, uh, an oven, then there would be an issue of Marisayan. Because it's Nikr al Shmo, everyone knows that it belongs to a Jew, even though you may be doing it through a risus or a schirus, and therefore there's no real violation of a merlakum, there's a marasai, and that people will think you're hiring him for the day, and you're telling him to come in on Shabbos. By Asada, though, we said, because it's very normal to do it, the risus, there's no objective isr of a merlakum, and there's no marasai, so that would be totally mutter. Category three was kablanus, which is the place, the field, the business is owned by a Jew, and he pays a non-Jew to do the work for him, but all of the revenue, all of the produce goes to the Jew, and he just pays the non-Jewish worker for his time. That is a real violation of Amir Lakum because the non-Jew is doing malacha for the Jew on Shabbos, and that's also an iser of Schar Shabbos, of a Jew making profit, making money from Shabbos. So that were the three categories, Arisus, Schirus, and Kablonus. We continue with the Ramah. The Ramah told us at the end of Sif Aleph, Even though the non-Jew, in the case of Arisus, is only taking a third or a quarter for himself, and the Jew is getting benefit from the non-Jew doing the work, Shari, it's still mutter. Because the non-Jew is doing it for his portion, he's doing it for himself. Says the Mishnah Berosifkotin Koi. This is going back on the field or the mill. The Mechaber Mari Beschirus. The Mechaber is talking about a case where the non-Jew is renting the property from the Jew. Vuhu Mosif, but the Ramah is adding Da'af Arisus Mutter. The Mechaber Gamkein Sviralekein. The Mechaber agrees to the Ramah. The Mitam Ze Hitir Beschirus. It's based on the same rationale of the non-Jew doing it for himself. That's why Schirus is Mutter, and that's why Arisus is Mutter. Just the mitam canal the Ramah is just spelling things out. So there's no machlokas here, machab and Ramah. Both arisus or schirus regarding a field or a mill, where it's a normal thing to do, that would be 100% mutter. Rak lishlish v'davka b'zeh but it's only in this kind of case 
where the non-Jewish worker is getting a portion of the grain of the produce. But if the Jewish owner is hiring the non-Jewish worker for the entire year, the Jew is taking all of the produce from the field, even though this would officially be mutter, because the non-Jew is still working for himself. Because if he chooses not to fertilize or plow or harvest the field on Shabbos, he could do so during the week. The reason he's choosing to work on Shabbos is for his own convenience. So this is interesting. In contrast to the case of a merchatz, of a business, in this exact same structure, so that was category three, that was kablanus, where the non-Jew is working, he's bringing in money for the Jewish owner, and that would be Asr Medina. When it comes to a field where he doesn't have to be working on Shabbos, he could get his work done if he chose to work on Sunday, but he'd rather not work on Sunday. That's the day he spends with his family. So it's not a real violation of Amir Lakum because he's doing the work on Shabbos for his own convenience. Mikol makum asr it would still be usher based on Marasayan because people will think he's a hired worker and he was told to come here for the day and they, they won't know it's through Arisus. When they see in the end, he's not actually getting fruit from what he's producing, like we'll see in Reshman Dalit. Vida, and here's where the Mishnah Buru makes this distinction between this structure regarding a field and this structure regarding the Merchatz. The Merchatz, Kiegavna, running a business for a Jew in this exact same fashion, the Hainu, Shesocher Einu Yehudi, La'avod Bo Kol Hashana, you're paying the non Jew to work for you the entire year, Vishayitul Yehudi Kol Revach Shela Shabasos. And the Jewish owner is taking all of the profit, including Shabbos, what comes in on Shabbos. Then Medina Aser. That's a violation of Amir Lakum. And the same thing would be true with a mill. Only regarding a field where there's really a set amount of work. And you could theoretically do it at any time. Then the Ein Revach Yisrael B'masha Os and Yehudi B'Shabbos. Then there's nothing gained for the Jew by the fact that non-Jew is doing it on Shabbos. If he doesn't do it Saturday, he'll do it on Thursday or on Sunday. Then we say if he chooses to do it on Shabbos, he's doing it for for himself. When it comes to the bathhouse or a mill, there's not a set amount of work. Every day it's open, it brings in more profit. If the non-Jewish worker would choose not to be there one day, the Jew would lose out for that day. Therefore, we view it as the malacha is for the Jew. 
Umidina Asr Kamos Chiryom. And that's why Medina, running a Merchatz or any kind of business, would be Asr just like a Chiryom. The after Mekabel Sachar, even though the non Jew is getting paid for this, we don't say that he's doing it for himself. Because the Jewish owner is getting benefit from the non-Jew working on Shabbos. And he says in the brackets, In a similar case, according to the Rambam, he says this should be lenient, this should be mutter, he would still agree that our situation of the Merchats would be Asr Medina. Because the norm is for the Jewish owner to not want his non-Jewish worker to take off a day. If his worker is not there on Saturday, then he's missing out on all the potential revenue. And therefore, regarding the case of the Merchats, because this is a real violation of Amir Lakum, even if it's known that you're not hiring this person for the day, you're not paying him by the hour, but you're giving him a salary for the year. And even if the store of the Merchat is outside of the Jewish neighborhood, so there's no Marazayan issue. So here he's saying the only time you would have a potential heter of a non-Jew running a store for a Jew on Shabbos is if you make an arrangement where the non-Jewish worker is actually getting part of the money that's made on Shabbos. You make an, uh, an agreement that however much money we make on Shabbos, you're getting 20%. That's going directly to you. Then we could say this is similar to the case of Eresus, where he's doing it for that 15%. He's doing it for himself. And then that would be mutter in the case of a flour mill or in a bathhouse, as long as it's made known to the public this agreement. So there shouldn't be any marazayin, like we'll see in Sif Beis. The and for sure it would be mutter if you were to sell the business to the non Jew every Arab Shabbos. So it's not just the portion of the money that's being made is going to the non Jewish worker, but he owns the business for all of Saturday. And this really gets into the whole discussion of creating a Shtar Shabbos. We'll see more of that in Mitzvah Shem and Reish Mem Hey. But I'll just share with you briefly a tshuva from Ramosha Feinstein. He has a few tshuvas on the topic of the creation of Shtare Shabbos. He has one in Arachayim. This is in the Chelek Dal of Arachayim, Simen Nun Hei. B'dover lasa shtare mechira bishvil heter avoda b'shabbos. Ein daiti nocha mizeh. Ramosha says, I'm not a big fan of these contracts. Av kishayisi b'yirup... Even though it's true, when I was in Europe, people did it, but I wasn't a fan. Ki it's a major harama. You know, we're, we're playing games, we're trying to avoid the iser. And oftentimes, it doesn't work. It's not made in, in, in a way 
that's really effective. And the alcohol upon them nizchav mishabes ba'ofen shein anach v'shayach shiyasa daitel anafshei. If it's not done in the right way, you'll have the Jewish owner making money on Shabbos. V'osa be'emes raka daitel the balabayis laravacha shalehem shezeb be'emes aser. So if you don't know what you're doing, and there are many ways to make mistakes, then we're not circumventing the issue, and there would be a real violation of both Amir La'akum and Schar Shabbos. The Kol Shekein, and here's an important point, Bahashkafa. The Kol Shekein, Bebedino Seinu, Kan, and for sure here in America, Sheshmire Shabbos, Babano Seinu Arabim, Eino Keroi, V'yesh Harbei Prutzim, there are many Jews, the vast majority of Jews, who are not Shomer Shabbos, and perhaps even those that are are not as meticulous as they could be. And if we were allowed these types of things to happen, even if you could do it in a way that would make it a valid Mechira, we would be encouraging and promoting real Chilol Shabbos. Now, Ramosha does go on to say, if you're going to make one, what the proper nusuch should be, but uh, in general, he was not a fan. But in Mitzvah Shem, we'll, uh, we'll see more on the Shtari Shabbos and Reish Memhe. Sif base. Machaber says, Afilu merchatz otanur, im hiskirim shana acher shana v'nisparsim hadavar al yidei kach, she'ein darko lizkor poalim evul haskirim. Let's say you have a Jew who owns a merchatz or a tanner, but it becomes clear year after year that he rents it out. He doesn't hire his own workers. He just has non-Jews rent the property and they use it for their own purposes. Or if you're living in a place where most of the people rent out the merchats, or they make an arisus arrangement, then it would be mutter to have a non-Jew rent it, or to create an arisus deal. Because we said before, schirus and arisus midina are no problem, they're totally mutter, it's just marasayin. In one of these situations where everyone knows you rent it out, or it's in a locale where everyone does that, there's no marasayin and it's mutter. Says the Ramah, V'afilu b'makum ha'asr, Im e'in ha'merchatz o'etanur shel Yisrael, Rak s'chara me'ena Yehudi, V'chazer v'heskirim le'ena Yehudi, Even in a situation, in a place where most people do not rent them out, If the merchatz or the tanur belongs to a Jew, I'm sorry, if it does not belong to a Jew, Rather the Jew is just renting from a non-Jew, and then he rents it to another non-Jew. Shari, that's motor the ain shame Yisrael nikra alav, because it's not known as the merchatz of the Schwartz family. The Jew is renting from a non-Jew, and he's renting it to a non-Jew. Vachenim yesh merchatz bebeis dira, and so too if one has a merchatz in a private area, ve'ain rochatzim bemerchatz rak osan shebebeso, and only the people in the private area use the merchatz, it's not open to the public. And they're aware of the fact that a non-Jew was renting it from the Jewish owner, Shari, that would be mutter as well. Because the whole issue of schirus is that people won't know the non-Jew is renting it. 
and they'll assume that he's working for the Jew in violation of Mir Lakum. In a private place, the B'nai Bayis know the deal, and there's no Marisayim. The Ramah concludes, If one was to rent out the Merchatz or a Tanner where it's usher to do so, some say the money he makes is still mutter and you could use it and benefit from it. And some say no, because you rented it when you were not allowed to, it's usher to use that money, and that is the halacha. Let's see Sifkat and Yud Aleph. Mutter, O Litnam. Right, the Mechaber said that in a place where rove people rent out the merchats of the Tanur, or they make an Aresis deal, and then it's mutter to rent it out, or do an Aresis agreement. Desu like a chashada, that there's no longer marasayin. Va'apdein derech osu ha'makum va'osu ha'ish rak l'haskir. Mikol makum mutter gam ba'risus de'yitlu de'skirulo. And even if it's only normal to rent, and you're doing a risus, that would still be mutter because people will assume you're doing schirus. The uh, the Dirshvi points out that if you were to have some kind of uh, ad or article in the newspapers, or you would post something online, and it's clear in public knowledge that a non-Jew is renting the property, that would take away Marasayan as well. That's being quoted from the Shevet Alevi Revozner. Sivkat and Yudbeis, Rak Scharam. So the Ramah said that even in a place where most people don't rent or do a resource with the Merchatz, Im Eina Merchatz of Atanasha Yisrael, if it doesn't really belong to a Jew, rather the Jew is renting it from a non Jew and then in turn he now rents it to a non Jew, that would be okay. But Beis Yosef, Hevi Bishayim, and Chuvas Geonim. The same thing would be true if the Jew actually bought it from the non-Jew. And before he himself used it, he leased it to a non-Jew. Because again, the same Svara applies, it's not known as a Jewish Merchatz. One can rely on this. Sifkot and Yud Gimel. Yehudi. Because if the Jew was renting it from another Jew, then it would be Aser. People will think the original Jew, who's the owner of the Merchatz, is hiring the non-Jewish person who's there presently. Sifkot and Yedalit, V'chazer V'eskiram, so the case was where the Jew rents it from a non-Jew, and then in turn he rents it to another non-Jew. Yesh omrim de b'schirus nami eno mutter, ele kishilo yashav ba Yisrael. That maybe schirus renting it to a non-Jew is only mutter if the Yisrael never was there. Kamosha kasu beis Yosef bekana, similarly to what the beis Yosef said, if a Jew were to buy it from a non-Jew. Avo be'elia, avo he'elia rabo sharech rodim kasvu. The Bischarim and Yehudi, that in a case where you're renting it from an Anjou, Af Shiyashav Ba Yisrael, even if a Jew would be there for some time, Mutter Laskil and Yehudi, it would still be Mutter for him to rent it to a non Jew, Delon Nikrish Moalov, 
because he's not there long enough that it gets the reputation of belonging to a Jew. The base dira, Sifkatin Tesvav. Now this happens to be a fundamental Sifkatin, not just in this point, but in the general topic of Mara Zion. Says the Mishnah Sarabim. The bathhouse is not in a public place. It's in one's own courtyard, in a place where one lives. And therefore, during the week, the only people who use that bathhouse are the people living in your area, in your private domain. Other people have no clue the bathhouse even exists. And the people in your private area who know about it, they also know that you're renting it to a non-Jew. They understand that he's renting it and he's using it to make money. And it's not that he's being hired by the Jew. But if other people were to use this bathhouse from outside, Hello, in this parsem shiyesha mirchatz, then the shmua will go out that there is a mirchatz there. Ve'osa mirchatz nikrach michvar al shem Yisrael, and because it has a Jewish owner, it's known as the the Schwartz mishpachas mirchatz. Ugeshayir acher kach she'oshan yotzim imenu b'me'ashabes, and then when people see the smoke coming out, it's being used on Shabbos. Yitlu de b'shlichuso hesiku in Yehudi, they're going to say, you know what? He's probably hiring a non-Jew to run the merchats, and he's in violation of Amir Lakum. So if people from outside know about it, we have the same Isser of Marasayan. But this heter is only if it's based Dirishalo, it's your private area. But if you happen to own the bathhouse in a public place where people could see it, so then even if the only people who use that bathhouse are people from your house, it's still Oser. Because everyone knows the bathhouse is there. And not everybody knows that you rented it out or that you're allowing the non-Jew to rent it from you for his own usage. Some are even more lenient. If it's in a different property and not your own property, even if it's used by outside people, it's still permissible to allow the non-Jew to rent it from you. Because we assume if it's not right in your property, people don't know it belongs to you. The only people who know it belongs to you are the neighbors, and they probably also know that you're, you're allowing the non-Jew to rent it from you and use it for his own purposes. The episode we glean from here is that when it comes to Marasayan, usually we say, that marasayin is asr afilu b'chadri chadarim. If it looks like something that's asr, even if no one else is around and you're in the privacy of your own home, 
you still can't do it based on Marazine. Now that Yisod is only true when it comes to an Isser Deraisa. If there's something that looks like you may be in violation of an Isser Deraisa, then a Fila Bechadri Chadarim it's Osir. When it comes to Maris Ayin on an Isser Derabanin, then it's only in the public domain where other people are watching, other people are aware of it. But if it's Bechadri Chadarim, meaning if it's B'nai Beso, just the people in your own house, then there's no issue of Maris Ayin. We mentioned yesterday that the Shach has a few questions on the Ramah in Yerodeo. He says, how can you say, Ramah, that there's no issue of marasain when it comes to cholav shkedim with basar oaf? You have the almond milk with the chicken, because it's only marasain and a durban, and we see from Shabbos that we do make marasain even on durbanans. So the Aruch HaShulchan answers, because Shabbos is a whole different world, and durbanans are like derises. The Nachlas Tzvi, he was the author of the, the Piskei Tshuva, he has a different answer for the Ramah, he says, the Ramah was talking about a case, when you're in private. And because it's only Maris Ayin on an Isser Durbanin, when it's in private, there's no issue of Maris Ayin. Uh, we'll continue with Sifkat and Tez Zayin tomorrow, Mitzvah